All right, everybody, welcome in to the West Side Sports Podcast. I am your host, Dakota Esri. If this is your guys' first time listening to the show, welcome to the show. This show podcast is free and available on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Index, iHeartRadio, much, much more. Today's podcast is going to be a doozy. I got a lot to get into today. Information on Sean Watson's suspension got released today. I got the trade going down with the Mariners and Cincinnati Reds for starting pitcher Luis Castillo. I got information on Josh Hader trades. I got Seahawks takeaways, a couple takeaways, and I got some information on Jamal Adams. With that being said, let's get right to it. Around the world, as we always start out with on this podcast, is going to start out with Deshaun Watson receiving a six-game suspension for his off-field transgressions, for what we'll use the term today. I got a big problem with this. Big, 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 big problem with this. I got some other suspensions I want to give as a comparison before I give a deep dive into all of this so you guys kind of know a basis where I'm coming from and why I say what I'm going to say. Calvin Ridley, bet on football games, received 17 games. DeAndre Hopkins, six-game suspension for PEDs. Josh Gordon was suspended 76 games for smoking marijuana. Now, I understand that was different, a different uh, CBA. Wasn't legal during the CBA. I get it. They do what you got. If you do what you want to do, you got to pay the price for it. Completely understand. But I'm just putting this into perspective for you guys. Deshaun Watson had 25 total allegations, or excuse me, claims that had to be settled in court for this, for this, what's the word I'm looking for? Suspension, uh, ruling, verdict from the NFL. And you're trying to tell me that overall, six games is worthy that's right to you, Roger Goodell? Who the heck is this lady? You know, I see why he did what he did. It ain't doesn't take rocket science, you know? Now he's the, now he's the good guy because he doesn't have the suspension to go down. All he has to do is either agree or disagree. If he disagrees, he becomes judge, jury, and executioner on this. Very simple, right? Overall though, You had 25 people that had physical, feasible proof that you did something heinous or wrong. And the NFL, six-game suspension? Major League Baseball suspended Trevor Bauer, pitcher for the Dodgers, for two freaking years for similar actions, transgressions off the field, sexual misconduct, and domestic abuse. And Roger Goodell, you just let this, you just dropped the ball on this? You are the most profitable league and enterprise in the world. You know, you're setting a precipice for other athletes that if they pull or do something like this, like, oh, well, Deshaun Watson just got six games, so we should probably only get six games. So, you know, if we want to mess around the offseason for lack of a term, it's the worst thing that will happen to us is six games. This is the problem with this. You give somebody the same suspension as somebody who injects themselves with drugs trying to get a competitive balance or a competitive advantage, excuse me. You know, DeAndre Hopkins chose to take or ingest a drug to to get himself recovered back from his injury. 
A lot of players take HGH and steroids to get back from ACL, Achilles tears, all that stuff. I understand it. I've actually known a couple people that are recovering from stuff like that. It's a huge help. It increases the blood flow. It gets things re re uh, healing and recovering faster. Completely understand that. You are a professional athlete. I don't give a damn about, you know, what. There is no feasible excuse to why a man who sexually mistreats people asking for things that I am not going to get into on this podcast because it's not family friendly. That's not what I do here. But this is disgusting, atrocious, weak, soft, whatever word you want to input in here, be my guest. And if somebody wants to talk to me or have a conversation as to why he only deserves six games, please talk to me on, on my sports group, Sports in the Northwest on, on Facebook. Please do. I just encourage it because this is absolutely disgusting. And everybody that or people that actually have common sense will understand where I'm coming from on this. That's all I want to say on this for right now. I don't want to get into a too deep dive of a tangent. I got too much to do overall to cover today. But that's like I say about Deshaun Watson. The Cleveland Browns, I don't know, you must have paid some millions of dollars underneath the, the table to some loan sharks, whatever it was. Dirty. Dirty, dirty, dirty. The Milwaukee Brewers uh, this afternoon have traded Josh Hader to the San Diego Padres for a Hall of Players and Prospects. It has also become aware that Omar Narvaez and Colton Wong have also been available for trades. Not surprising due to the fact that Milwaukee is not going to be reaching the playoffs this year with how strong the Cardinals have been playing. They are the main players in the Juan Soto sweepstakes. Thank goodness that's almost done because I'm tired of talking about Juan Soto on, on these podcasts. Angels are keeping Shohei Otani. The New York Yankees were aggressive in trying to get Shohei Otani, but the Angels were requiring one of their top prospects, Oswald Peraza, Jason, uh, I can't get his last name right now. I apologize. They call him the Martian. But overall, not surprising, but disappointing from the Angels. I'm not, I wasn't really expecting them to trade Otani because that would have made too much sense. And quite frankly, I've smashed the Angels on, on these podcasts because they're a ridiculous or organization that rots from the head down if they had a single brain cell left in them they would trade Shohei Otani get a absolute haul of players and prospects and revamp the farm system that's absolutely terrible top five worst in all of baseball I think their best prospect in there right now is like Joe Adele or even I don't know if Brandon Marsh is still on the active team right now he might be in AAA that's how bad it is PGA has increased the prize money uh, to a record $415 million this upcoming year to compete with the Live Tour. I I covered last podcast about Bubba Watson leaving the PGA for the Live Tour. They're doing this because Live is making a serious wave and serious splashes all across the, the professional golfing world right now. And quite frankly, you got to do something because when you're this far behind, you're going to get left inside the the dust for a bare lack of a term you're gonna get just poofed you're gonna go bye-bye because people that play golf play golf for money or they play golf for fun so always people that i know at least so i get it 
it's not a good overall scene for the PGA, but hopefully they're able to kind of figure out what the correct move is going forward. Debo Samuel signed a contract extension this weekend. Three years, $58.1 million guaranteed. Puts him over D, uh, DK Metcalf for over, overall guaranteed money. Worth up to $73.5 million. And I'm going to end around the world section this week with Bill Russell passing away at the age of 88. I apologize. I'm going to take a moment of silence for one of the greatest athletes, I believe, of all time in Bill Russell. So I'm just going to take a moment here. Thank you. Mariners got a whole lot to get into with this one. Obviously, we're going to start out with the Luis Castillo trade from the Cincinnati Reds. Top pitcher on the market, without a doubt. Stats for him this year. 22 is 2022, 85 innings pitched, 63 hits, 2.86 ERA, war was 3.2. Interesting stat for the Mariners this year when it comes to pitching is the fact that they didn't have a single pitcher worth more worth more than 1.2 war in that entire rotation. Bringing Castillo in greatly rises the floor, puts this uh, rotation and this team directly into the playoff race and the hunt. So this is the first, this is the biggest trade in 20 years without a doubt for the Mariners. We've always, you know, done the you know, uh, uh, Anderson trade last year, Tat, the Tat Tyler Anderson trade. Um, just small moves, and this organization's never, excuse me, never really plunged deep, you know. But overall, his last seven starts, and this is gonna sound weird, just because he did play for Cincinnati, and they just haven't been overall playing great during the year. Their record speaks that for them. Last seven starts, though, 2-0 record, 2-5-4 ERA, 46 innings pitched, 32 hits, 15 walks, 53 Ks. So, overall, that's just that's just overall money in the bank for the Mariners. Robbie Ray has continued to struggle like he did in the series against uh, Houston. They just they, they own him. They got his number, and we need somebody to come in. And I want to get into a little bit of a rant here for a minute. I know I did a rant on Deshaun Watson. But I got to say something right now that's been just driving me up the wall. Everybody on Twitter and Facebook, or not everybody, excuse me, a large amount of people are upset about the trade haul we gave away for Castillo, which was Noel B. Marte, Edwin Arroyo, Levi Stout, Andrew Moore. Obviously, Noel B. Marte and Edwin Arroyo are two top prospects. Both these guys are three years away from even getting sniffing close to, to the major league level. They're one's a third baseman, one's a shortstop. Obviously, shortstop's gonna have more value overall in general. But ladies and gentlemen, for those who are upset about the haul, let me just explain something to you, right? And I know if you listen to this podcast, you're a Mariners fan, you're a Hawks fan, or you're just a Pacific Northwest overall fan, just overall. We like our region that we have right now. Storm, uh, which I will have an update on Storm next podcast. Seattle Mariners, Hawks, Sounders, all that jazz cracking, right? Mariners haven't reached the playoffs in 20 friggin' years. 20 years. We have been mediocre or just unable or just not. We just didn't have the cojones. I'm just going to say it. To just dive in and say, let's just go for it. How hard is that? Well, this is what it took. You want the best pitcher on the market? You got to give up. You know, I literally said in the last podcast, it's going to cost you a dollar and ten, dollar and twenty cents for a dollar at, at, at the trade deadline. 
Well, you gave up your two top prospects. Levi Stout was having a very bad downside of a year. Andrew Moore is just a bullpen piece. Might be something, might not. He's double A. You never know. He's still probably two years, year and a half away from, 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 the, from the big leagues. That's the same amount of time you have Castillo for. You build up prospects in your farm system for two reasons. You either bring them up and let them shine like Julio. See if Jared Kelly can do something. I'm going to cover that here after I'm done with this. But you either bring them up or you send them away. Like look at what the Cardinals do. Look at the Yankees. The, 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 the Dodgers. What they do, they build up prospects, and you either play them or you trade them. And if they're not going to be inside the, the timeline for Julio, Koenig, now Castillo, Kirby, Gilbert, you trade them. Trade them away. Because that's why you build a farm system. I'm so sick and tired of hearing from people about, oh, they gave up way too much, Castillo. He's a good pitcher, but he's a number two, number three. He's a number two, number three that's going to pitch two times in a playoff series who will get us back to a World Series. By next year. For the first time. Ever. Ever. I'm 30 years old. I've never even seen a Maris win a freaking playoff game in my memory of my life. Ever. So why does it matter where you give up some prospects for? You want to win? You want to be prevalent? I, excuse me. Prevalent? Prevalent? I can talk today. Ah. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Smell the coffee. It's roasting. It's burning. Let's go. We have a superstar in Julio Rodriguez. We have one player on the entire 25-man roster that had a wins above replacement to match Luis Castillo. That's Julio. Winker, disappointment. Frazier, disappointment. The list goes on. Kirby's been pretty good. Logan's been okay. Has his ups and his downs, right? But this just narrative about, oh, the Mariners spent too much. They just depleted the farm system for one guy. Yeah, the best pitching option on the market. He's elite. Truly elite pitcher. Robbie Ray, we were hoping he would come in and be what he was previously or something close to it. Luis Castillo is going to come in here and be number one. And that starts Wednesday, New York City. Garrett Cole, Luis Castillo, we got a date. If you guys got any more questions about this trade, please hit me up on my Facebook group. I don't have the forum up right now. It's taking me a while to get up right now. I'm not a graphic you know, creator myself. I don't have the ability or the knowledge to do that. I apologize. It's just taking me a while. I'm trying to learn it on my own. So just want to throw that out there. A lot of people have been asking about forums and chats and... Uh, discords and stuff like that. So I'm working on it. I really am. I apologize it's not there yet, but it's just taken me a while. Okay, I just want to get that off of off my chest because I'm so sick and tired of hearing people and complaining about no, you know, no Noel V or Ed, Edwin Arroyo. You know, it's you can get those players again. You have international slot money every single year. We just got Montas or uh, Montez. And from the DR, like you have other players, Jonathan Cosse, like there, there are uh, prospects coming. We just have to be patient. Give it a year. We'll we'll build it back up. You'll find another diamond in the rough, and then we'll probably be in the same position as as we are last year or this year, and go out and go acquire another big piece. So I just I apologize for that for that little rant. 
But I wanted to just talk about that because everybody's been either loving Castillo or hating the overall value for it, and it drives me nuts. The Mariners are still in the market for second baseman Brandon Drury from the Cincinnati Reds. This has been widely reported, and this has come from Jeff Passan, not just John Heyman. John Heyman is a clown. I'm not trying to slander somebody else's name who works for ESPN. He is East Coast biased like Bob Nightingale. Don't trust Bob Nightingale either. Jeff Passan, he is as reliable as it gets. He gets it straight from the source, a Ken Rosenthal, something like along, along those lines. So Brandon Drury had his 20th home run of the season this last weekend. He sent 274. He'd come in, play second base, be a beautiful addition. We got to have it right now. Playoff push is going on. We lost Julio. Due to a, a bone bruise. We lost Ty France for a couple of days due to his rest uh, bob, uh, bugging him. Excuse me. Demo's got back spasm. Sam Haggerty's a little banged up right now. This is just, we're just, we're a banged up unit. It's just, there's no other way to put it across. We are hurt really bad right now. Jesse Winker, Suarez, you guys got, got to carry us right now. Carlos Santana, figure out a way. JP Crawford, uh... But yeah, this has got to be where Jesse Winker reemerged himself because he had a really hot stretch there for a little while and then came back and just hasn't really been himself after he did a couple adjustments on his batting stance and in the overall batter's box. Jared Kelenic was brought up from AAA as well as Jack Larson from AA uh, for corresponding moves after Julio Rodriguez and Ty France went on the uh, injured, or excuse me, not Ty France, just Julio and Dylan Moore went on the injured list. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, Jared Kelenic crossed my fingers and my toes that he's able to perform well in New York City. He is from New York, so I'm hoping this is kind of like a revenge tour, and this is like the moment of the rise of Kelenic because this kid has such a high ceiling and ability. He just has to believe in himself, and he believes in himself. We saw it last September. This kid can help carry us like Julio to playoff contention easily. He is the, you know... Uh, Matt Holiday, he's a fiery guy. Like, you know, the players you have to have if you want to be perennial contending playoff teams. Pitching probables today is going to be Marco Gonzalez versus Domingo Herman in New York City. Uh, that's going to be at 4 o'clock today. I got some stuff on Seahawks, and then we're going to hop out today. Jamal Adams does not need hand surgery on his broken finger. That is the finger he got fused due to the multiple dislocations during last season. They hosted linebacker Ruben Foster for a workout. Ruben Foster with a first-round draft pick out of Alabama. Uh, was a tackling machine. Received the Dick, the Dick Butkus Award for best linebacker in the country. So I'll be curious to see if anything comes out of that. They did sign a defensive tackle today, Antonio Valentino. Tyreek Smith was activated off the uh, PUP, physically unable to perform list. Uh, interesting takeaway, Drew Locke really leaned on rookie Derek Young during the first week of training camp. See if anything comes up with that today. They got a little bit. I didn't get to uh, the takeaways for today due to the fact that they get to the field uh, after I record these podcasts. So that will be up tomorrow. Jared Sweezy signed a one-day contract this, this last week and retire as a Seahawk. So, uh, it's been quite the week for retirements. Obviously, Chris Carson was one, KJ Wright was two, and now JR Sweezy. So, it's just been kind of a uh, a remembrance week, or for better lack of a term, when it comes to Mariners, or excuse me, Seahawks that just really had great careers here in the Pacific Northwest and then went on otherwhere to perform well, but just they were always Seahawks at heart. And that's just another 
reiteration of how great Pete Carroll is as a coach. That's pretty much all I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening to, to today's podcast. I'm still sticking to right around the whole 20 minute mark. Uh, once again, if you guys enjoyed the podcast and the overall topics today, or if you guys have comments in general, please send me comments or write, uh, write comments on my Facebook forum, uh, on my group there, sports in the Northwest. I'm going to have the podcast up there and then down below is a comment section. Also, if you guys want to get a hold of me privately, or if you have anything you, you don't want to get on the Facebook group, whatever it is, totally understand it on IG, you can find me at underscore d-a-k-o-t-a last name esri you can find me there um i'm gonna have a new twitter up uh for specifically just for the west side sports podcast if you guys want to get a hold of me on that please share subscribe and leave a rating for the podcast please 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 it means the world to me it helps me out so much right now we are crushing it right now overall on the podcast i'm gonna pumping these out three four days a week for you guys Thank you so much for listening. If you guys have anything you guys want me to cover, please let me know. Send me a DM. Until then, we got a big Mariners series in New York City. We got a Seahawks training camp. See us rise. Go Hawks.